Bill's Cafe. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Hey, Johnny. Still no Bill, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But you got an addition this oh week. Oh my god. You had a big week. Yes. What? Yes. What's going on? This was going to be just a real quiet week where I got a lot of things yeah. prepared, messages. Well, that's no, not that's happening. Not happening. Could be because we had a grandson. Uh, Ridge was born to my daughter Amy and my son Cody, and uh, we are we are overwhelmed. Wow, that, you know, that is great! So, how many grandsons? Well, uh, <laughs> the first. <laughs> there you go. Our, uh, our whole yeah. lynch line and extended <laughs> lynch line <laughs> men uh, are fading. We have no longer uh, the lynch. Yeah, yeah. The lynch name's gone. Let's just say that. Uh, yeah. uh, so this was this was an aberration and a wonderful, wonderful. That is fantastic. Edition. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Good, so good stuff. Yeah, loved it. We are still on this Grace Fears series. And the, the question that we are working on today is, I just didn't think this was the God of grace that I read about in the Bible. I just, I'm fearful that, that may not be the God that yeah. is really the true God. Yeah, good um, thing to wrestle with. It is a good thing. Well, it, it and we'll be accused at times. You guys pick and choose the verses that you like that feel good to you. The good God, and then you build verses. a theology. The good, happy God theology. Yeah. The the unicorn bunny God theology. And Although I don't, I don't know about that unicorn thing with the horn. I, yeah, that, well, that that's tough. Like a, yeah, that's yeah. A, I, I guess I'm a, just looking at the like marshmallow peeps. <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. Little yellow fluffy yeah. sugary. I should rethink the uh, unicorn. Happy Earth, get yeah. Easter. Yeah, yeah. he's okay. getting after people. Yeah, he feels, you know, violent. But I, but I think a lot of people. Um, say you're not being fair to the other verses in Scripture, and you just have a, a theology that uh, fits um, how you'd like God to be. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and so serious thinkers of Scripture, or <laughs> frightened thinkers of Scripture, or anyone, just say, "What do I do with that?" Yeah, you know? yeah. And what what do you do with that? What how do you uh, respond to that? Um, yeah, here's what's worked for me. And I don't know if it'll work for you, uh, but scissors. I just I cut the verses out, ah, there the offending go. verses. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to have a... Sometimes That's why you, you got that little the, pocket Bible. Abs- you got nothing left. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the weird thing about that is you're looking through that window and you get a whole new scripture <laughs> by what comes through. <laughs> I, mean, I never thought just of that. Jumping wow. ahead, right in the middle. You're, of... you're going to go through several Bibles till you get it right. When you talk about prophetic quick. scripture, yeah. I mean, it's literally time traveling. <laughs> yes, so, right? that's right. Well, thanks for coming to Bose today. And, uh, <laughs> we're happy to bring you nothing oh, about. That went south in a hurry. Every time wow. they can bring me nothing about. Uh, uh, this, uh, at the risk of sounding uh, simplistic, the challenge for us is to have the same words but to take a moralistic or a shame filter off of Scripture. So, so it also includes a, a hermeneutic statement that while all verses are equally inspired, not all verses are equally important. Right. And, and there are some statements that God makes that uh, are non-reducible. And so, so I, can, I can use them as... Uh, a, a paint coat over the entire landscape. Uh, for example, um, when Jesus says to us, 
to the exact extent that my father loves me, so also I love you. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you how do you thin that out or right. get two thirds of that or you know let me make an exception. I don't love you as much as I love my father. I love you. you know, is yeah. to the exact degree that his father loves him, that love exists for every single believer, and you will be treated out of that love, never anything else. I mean, that's a that's a pretty overarching something to grab hold of. Yeah, that's a good place to put your feet on. Absolutely. Same as John thirteen thirty four. I mean, what mm-hmm. what is this life about? Well, it's it's going to be about loving uh, others the way that God loved you. And so you go from that verse, he loves me to the exact same as right. him. Yeah. And then, so what is my goal? Well, it's to receive that love and then to get to the joy of passing it on. So that's that's like put your right foot on one, put your left foot on the next, and then let's go tackle some of these, whoa, this that one's scary. That's right. And, and there are some, it's exactly right. Now I can look at those other verses under the protection and under the safety and under the truth of that non-reducible. Uh, um, another one would be Romans 8.1. You know, therefore, now there is absolutely no condemnation from anyone. We won't accept yours. We won't accept it from anyone else. I certainly won't have it, God says, for anyone who is in Christ Jesus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. then, then uh, there's a few verses that have now been modified by that because those these are didactic statements of of a position and an attitude by God that can't be changed. So so once I've got that, now I, I'm not as afraid of the boogeyman verses and I can start to make sense of those and say, wait, I don't have to presume that Jesus, when he says, if you love me, you'll keep me commandments. You'd better love me enough to keep my commandments. Or maybe my father won't make his abode with you. Yeah. Huh? you know, so all of that that I lived in fear of, I've got to keep enough commandments to make Jesus happy. Yeah. All that, now I can go back and look at that and see, oh my gosh, it says, if you love me, and of course you do, you will find yourself keeping my commandments. And how many of them are there? There's one, and it's love. And, and it's, it's, it's varied who you are. in its expression. That's but, right. Well, if you stand on that foundation, then, then Romans 12, 1 through 2 is going to be very easy. Well, maybe not easy on you, but you're, you're not going to ever feel like there's something to live up to. You're going to feel like it's something you live out of. So yes. you got. Yeah. So I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Well, if you're, if you're not standing on that bedrock, then you're going to be like, oh my gosh, every moment is about him as acceptable. And I'm like, okay, if you're on the bedrock of your acceptability to him, then I, and do not be conformed to this world. Well, of course, don't be conformed to this world. You were bought out of that by Christ's blood. That was a big deal. In the second half of that. But uh, be transformed, transformed by, by, what's, by who you are. So yeah. that you may prove what the will of God is. Well, in one side, it's like, well, I better prove it, and so I better act like it. And Or... That that is the very expression, and that is that's I want to obey. I want to be because that that is the that's new life. That's right. That's right. the new life. I want that new life, and I can stand in it because he says I've got it. Because my right foot's here, my left foot's here, and so I said, yeah, I want that. 
And he does expect that of me, but that expectation is out of his delivery of a gift. Not out of a, you're not going to get there, but you sure better try, otherwise. So, I think of the the verse that he says to us, I have come that your joy may be full. And um, that is his spirit toward us, that we would have full joy. I think about another one where I uh, give you peace, not like the world gives. I bought this peace with my life for you. Think of another one where uh, husbands are encouraged to love their wives like Christ loves the church. With all of that joy, bringing them into radiance and into a place of being blameless. It's just a a beautiful picture. And I also think about how the disciples thought of of their Savior, of Jesus, and how much they saw him looking after people as helpless and harassed like sheep without a shepherd. He is our shepherd. He loves us, and that's why later in that same book of Matthew it says, hey, are you you tired? Are you Mm -hmm. weary? Mm -hmm. Well, come to me because this is the way I love you. And so I think, John, going back to that hermeneutic, it's really important for us to understand the character of God, Amen. the the sweeping statements Amen. of his grace and his love to us and what he did to bring us into a fusion with him so that we will never be separated. Nothing will separate us from the love of God. That's right. Who's going to snatch you out of my hand? Yeah. So, so now I can choose to go back and say, what does that mean? What, I can read scripture now and say, if I'm in that safe place, how do I now read these verses? That's right. And go all the way through the Bible. And For sure. when people do that and we give them that opportunity and exercise to read scripture, they, they come alive. That's right. It, 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 sometimes in our intensive, we'll do it and they'll go, I never understood that I could do that yes. and in scripture and I, and I am I am in love with the word we, we do it a lot from the study guide that's right um, and uh, it's the been cure a, study guide it's been an absolute gift to as do well that. as in the high trust leadership course yeah I just think it is so important for us to get that sweep of scripture and it does take effort to get that sweep to study it Uh, to ask the questions we haven't asked before, perhaps so that we can get this accurate view of God instead of the moralistic religious view of God, which, by the way, every other religion (laughs) uh, holds up, except for Christianity that has this distinctive view of a loving God who decides he's going to live inside of us. It's a phenomenal, amazing um, grace that we have been given. Yeah. Uh, so that grace fear is something that may take more than a 15-minute podcast. It, it may take some... Oh, I think it's dispelled. I you think, think you got it? That's okay. great. Well, good. I, I think it is a beautiful thing for others to know that their friends have been on this journey. Yes. And, and, and have said, come with us. Yes. This is beautiful. Absolutely. This is beautiful. And, and, and it doesn't ignore... Uh, scripture. Absolutely. It, it's... No, it takes the whole body of Scripture. But that interpretive hermeneutic is very important that we realize that though all Scripture is God-breathed, not all Scripture is equally important. And that helps us to understand uh, the accuracy, with accuracy. That's right. Um, and and to Bible. know that there's some verses 
that can't be reduced. Right. And, and if they have to do with the very character of God and how he sees us, we are stuck, even against our own bad conscience. We're stuck with believing it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week, you guys. Thanks.